Episode 7 with Suman Tamera. Suman versus Suman. 98% of the homepages are not accessible. Oh my god. Yeah, that itself tells uh, how good we are in terms of accessibility. <laughs> Good evening, Suman Damera. Good evening, Suman. So, Suman, you know what? Today's episode is not like a regular episode because this is not Suman versus human. This is Suman versus Suman. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm pretty excited about it. True. <laughs> Even I'm excited. So, Suman, you are a software professional working with a corporate. And uh, the kind of struggle you have gone through in your life is not easy thing because there was a lot of pain behind your success. There was a lot of hard work behind your success. There was a lot of dedication behind your success. And uh, eventually, I would like to unwrap all of those things. But before going through all those details, Suman, I would like to ask you one simple question. Okay. Tell me, was that really easy for you to come this long? No, no, it's not very easy. Today, I would like to present Suman Damera to all my listeners because your story is a real motivational story for all of us, Suman. So, Suman, please give us more details in brief about you. So, um, as you already mentioned, my name is Suman Damira and uh, I'm working as a senior principal accessibility engineer uh, at Phenom People. Phenom is a, a corporate and software company that provides HR, sol HR platform solutions. <laughs> And um, before Phenom, uh, I mean, we, I, was, I was working in the different other companies. Uh, but before that, actually, my trouble started. I mean, when uh, when I was in my engineering, let me tell about my personal story, how I had got into the visual impairment. So actually, what happened, um, it was my engineering days and uh, all that happened. So I was uh, pursuing engineering and uh, uh, some uh, during I mean during the night times I was facing some challenges, and when I went to hospital, uh, I mean hospital uh, even doctors also were not able to understand what was the problem. Local doctors, and we we came to Hyderabad uh, Prasad Institute, and uh, from there uh, we got uh, diagnosed uh, with after doing a lot of uh, tests, and we um, doctors confirmed that I am suffering from retinitis pigmentosa (RP), which is a condition. Um, and uh, they also told I will be losing the vision uh, gradually and one day I'll become totally blind. They also mentioned that, but we could not really take that and we were shocked with the doctor's statement. At that time, I was having a bright vision. 
<clears throat> but uh, when doctor said that one we could not digest and um, yeah anyways we just uh, uh, came for the normal check like that time via- you were in engineering right correct correct and after uh, i mean uh, when i went to the hospital my vision was bright and i was only having the problem in the night times and um, so even doctor said you will you would lose a vision or something like that but we could not really believe that and we just went and i was continuing uh, my studies and uh, as doctor said uh, from third year of engineering uh, actually i started losing the vision gradually and um, after that um, uh, this in one year span of time i lost my entire vision now i'm left with light perception uh, after that i tried different uh, places to get my vision back and i did all the pujas also <laughs> uh, all that things also i did but there is no use uh, so i like that i was actually spending like half a half year or one year <laughs> six months or one year and after that i lost the hope on the vision and um, i was thinking like okay let uh, what what should i do i was sitting my in my home idle like and how about years. your studies uh, like you have <coughs> stopped it or you have completed that yeah it was a very uh, difficult uh, to complete uh, because with a uh, limited vision i have i was able to do i was able to i mean i, I was unable to write the last year exams uh, but later on something uh, you know um, happened uh, like uh, the engineering was almost uh, uh four years became eight years and uh, i was i was unable to complete the complete engineering uh, even till today and that was a big depressing yeah. thing for you correct correct so because this all happened because i was not having the knowledge i was having not having the uh, you know awareness about the visually impaired so i was sitting like two years and i was thinking now a visually impaired person could do nothing in their life and um, uh, so everybody you know like this only will be doing and anyways i was a first person myself seeing uh, visually impaired uh, because i never saw any person who is having this uh, problem and all that and uh, like that i was struggling and i was um, sitting in the home for two years and after two years i was frustrated and i was you know uh, telling to my dad i want to do something definitely so then uh, my parents came to Uh, like hyderabad and saw some rehabilitation centers and then they came up with some phone, phone numbers then when i called uh, national association for the blind bangalore and uh, they said okay they are offering the mobility training i don't even know what is mobility training and they explained it and i understood okay some but uh, okay mobility training means uh, okay with the help of can user people will move navigate and independently so i joined there uh, and i undergone the training rehabilitation training mobility training and after that i got little confidence and from there itself i learned computers uh, i also understood that, you know with the help of uh, jaws or talkback sorry jaws or uh, nvda we can learn something uh, with screen computer readers, right yeah screen readers so with the help of that um, so i mean for person with visual impairment can lead the life independently also i could understand with the help of uh, these uh, softwares and all that people which with visual impairment also can do the jobs and all that i understood that and i learned that uh, and after that i was searching for the jobs and i got into the enable india as an employee as a software engineer uh, my first job after 8 months of my uh, complete training so from there 2008 and november onwards i started my career as a accessibility engineer and from there 
I was um, uh, I went to the SAP labs and there also I was working as an accessibility engineer and then from there I went to another company like the accessibility lead and now I'm into the company called Phenom and I'm into the senior technical uh, accessibility engineer which is equal into the technical uh, line which is equal into the director in the normal uh, you know people management roles. Great. So now I'm pretty proud like uh, you know I'm very uh, I'm leading my life independently with dignity and equality. People with disabilities getting into corporate. So, was that really easy thing? Uh, so in, initially, I mean, um, I mean, I was facing some challenges. Like um, first thing is my role uh, mainly on the accessibility space. So, getting into corporate uh, for me, uh, I since it's an accessibility professional, uh, I was learning the. Um, proper, um, you know, guidelines of accessibility guidelines and accessibility related uh, technical things. And uh, I learned that. And after that, I could easily get into the jobs. When we go on online on social media, Twitter, Facebook, we see a lot of blind people shouting about uh, accessibility, getting things accessible and stuff like that. And today, not many of the mainstream not many really have no they really have no idea about uh, uh, what actually you know this word accessibility is about when it comes to software or application because we see a lot of posts and tweets online about accessibility what exactly is accessibility about yeah great question so Basically, accessibility is uh, nothing but just providing an equal access or equal opportunity for all the users, including people with disability, on the website or digital softwares or apps. It could be any electronic communication thing. So people with disability should be able to equally access the content with their assistive technology. That is what all about accessibility. If the site is accessible or app is accessible, or any digital content is accessible, people with disabilities can access that information with the help of their assistive technology and, uh, you know, access the things accordingly. For example, let's say Facebook. So, if Facebook is not accessible, that means that people with disabilities will not be able to use or access Facebook, right? Exactly, that is correct. Now, when when it comes to scale, when it comes to the real-world calculations or you may call it measurements, how likely today softwares are accessible for everyone? So, unfortunately, not many. So, very, very, very less even today. But it's, it's, it's actually becoming better situation. Now, if you take a recent WebAIM... Uh, survey uh, which generally conducts uh, accessibility of the fortune 500 companies or fortune 1 million i mean 1 million web pages they conducted a survey 1 million home page web pages 98% of the home pages are not accessible oh my god yeah that itself tells uh, how good we are in terms of <laughs> accessibility. So every every year, WebM conducts 1 million homepages uh, accessibility audit. And uh, there we understand how, how we are progressing. That means no matter what kind of accessibility tools you have across the table today, 
98% of the websites are still not accessible for the people who are blind. Though, though they are experts in using computers or mobile for whatever, right? Yes. So the home pages survey it is uh, 98% of the home pages. It's home page itself not accessible means most of the site also not accessible only. <laughs> but the survey is on home pages. Yeah. This is very unfortunate, Suman. Yes. What is the key reason behind it? There are uh, two, three things. First is definitely I could say lack of awareness. Second thing is people think accessibility is, uh, you know, like uh, expensive. Third thing is definitely, um, you know, people don't, um, you know, uh, always think it kind of a good to have, you know, these mm. kind of things actually. Mm. So it's not a good to have anymore. It is a kind of a legal right. And it's a law in the United States and other countries, even in India also, we have a law called RPWD. So we have Which to abide. Is nowhere followed. <laughs> yes, that is always there. <laughs> yeah. Suman, you have mentioned three uh, areas, right, for the uh, inaccessibility. One is about uh, lack of awareness. Correct. Whom you are referring to? Awareness to whom? It's basically for the companies, developers, designers, uh, it could be even, um, you know, leaders, uh, people who are in the top positions in the CEOs also should be having the awareness about accessibility. First of all, if they don't know about accessibility to the leadership, how can they, you know, uh, propagate to the next level people? That's uh, difficult, actually. So I think it has to come from the leadership and it has to slowly go to the um, you know, other uh, members of the organization and then finally it comes to the developers, designers and all that, then it becomes accessible for the end users. What are the steps you are taking to spread awareness? Yes, uh, so basically um, in the in the worldwide, we have a uh, awareness uh, days, like a global accessibility awareness day, which generally falls uh, every third Thursday of the May. So last year it happened on the, I mean, this year this it happened on the May 19th. Um, so this is one uh, Global Accessibility Awareness Day. People celebrate uh, yearly. And also World Disability Day also generally now, uh, December 3. So even people, um, you know, celebrate World Disability Day. Even in that uh, uh, celebrations also people emphasize the importance of uh, all type of accessibility. It could be digital, it could be a physical. So, but accessibility is generally awareness will uh, take place even these two special events. But throughout the year, uh, there are some NGOs like a web aim, I told you just now, like a 1 million um, uh, homepage service. WebAIM is a NGO uh, who raises awareness about accessibility across the United States and other countries. And they conduct a series of the trainings and uh, they conduct it, uh, they raise awareness programs across the country, United States mainly. Uh, so, and that's how the things will generally go. I mean, it's very less people who who raise awareness uh, just like, um, you know, uh, uh, entire year or all the days of the year. So the only the two events people generally do it and uh, kind of companies like WebBAM, uh, NGOs also raise the awarenesses. Is getting things accessible um, expensive? That's what. So people think accessibility is an expensive. That's a, actually a myth, I could say. Because 
you know uh, definitely accessibility becomes expensive when you do retrofitting i mean if you already use you developed a site and you want to do accessible then that's going to be expensive i agree with that but if you are having enough knowledge enough awareness enough resources and uh, you know enough uh, thinking from the beginning from the scratch during sdlc software development life cycle if you have the if you have the accessibility embedded in that then your uh, you know accessibility uh, cost is not very expensive it's it's part of your sdlc and you will be doing uh, accessibility from the scratch so that will not take um, you know more more cost do we really need to buy any license or any hardware or any special uh, software tools to make any application accessible no, we we just need a normal development platform that we are using like for example visual studio you are already developing a yeah. site with the help of visual studio you in the same visual studio you will be just adding the some accessibility attributes you should be having the enough knowledge uh, how to make the site accessible yeah so it's only about having basic knowledge about uh, accessibility right exactly when it is free of cost while developing any application uh, making it accessible when it is absolutely free of cost then why companies really ignore this important thing while they are developing any software that's what um, they don't really care uh, first uh, thing this is <laughs> here you work. are there you are <laughs> they really don't care about people with disability yes so they don't even i mean first of all even they know it they don't care they think that uh, people with disabilities are very less number and they don't they don't want those audience uh, those new end users they just want um, normal people without disabilities and uh, there are people who thinks about accessibility also but most of the times we see other side only <laughs> my dear listeners uh, a blind person cannot even buy or order food online through swiggy or zomato or whatever it is unfortunately we can't even order anything online to eat yes so this is the state of uh, software accessibility in our country unfortunately even uh, aadhar india's pride or you know you can say india's most important uh, identification proof the uh, aadhar website is also not completely accessible for the people with disability that's right not only are there lots of government websites not 99.99% of the government websites are not accessible so so that is very actually unfortunate uh, recently i was looking at the uh, my pf balance i mean uh, i was trying to see how much pf balance i have like how much interest got added and i was trying to see that website i can't even get into the website it's really uh, difficult uh, with my screen here to navigate and uh, get into that uh, place to uh, how much um, you know interest got added all that information i am unable to see properly because of the inaccessibility of the website and i had to take the sighted person's help and see that so that means industry so called modern software industry is ignoring blind people in fact it is in fact more than ignoring blind people i can say uh, it is uh, denying declining and also making blind people more dependent 
right yes and the reason is just they just don't care about us yes a small task uh, also we have to be dependent means which is very frustrating actually so really difficult how about uh, the software you know students like students of software engineering uh, like are they really aware of all this accessibility techniques when they are in the college or schools i don't think any colleges have the accessibility as a you know knowledge or curriculum factor so that is also something uh, which we have not it i mean even uh, software companies also not aware of anything so far so colleges we we don't even we can't even imagine that <laughs> <laughs> if this is integrated into their curriculum do you think do you think situation will become more uh, better even yeah i believe that uh, probably at least people will understand the basic things and uh, when they get start working on the you know companies and they know already about accessibility so you, you know if you start um, cultivating that culture from the college level definitely it it uh, makes an impact i i also believe that if any of my listeners are into software domain or if any of my listeners are into uh, technical education like if you are a trainer or if you are a educationalist or if you are a, a technical college then i strongly recommend you to please integrate please try to give awareness to your technical students about uh, software accessibility or application accessibility and uh, if you want if you want any presentations or seminars to be conducted that can be delivered by people like suman damera because these people are accessibility experts and uh, uh, like reaching them is really uh, going to be a game changer for sure because today making things accessible for everyone is very important because ignoring this important thing is nothing less than declining a large number of people from this world so suman the next question i have for you is which are those companies we can keep them in our good books who really care about accessibility okay Microsoft, uh, I would say the first one, and uh, Apple, and uh, there are uh, sites in the, you know, um, like Walmart, uh, like Amazon, Google, yeah, Google. So these are the main sites, uh, you know, shopping sites. We can say like Amazon and we uh, all uh, Walmart and uh, entertainment. sites we have like um, amazon prime videos and um, you know uh, shopify so there are some sites in entertainment wise and uh, yeah as each sector wise we have good um, numbers but yeah these are the main people i can say like apple microsoft and uh, google and uh, the amazon walmart and these are the main sites it's only because of apple amazon google uh microsoft spotify and few other i think uh, less than 10 to 15 companies 
Only because of these few companies, we blind people are living very individually in this world. I mean, I can say as equal as you all guys, you all mainstream are living today. Yes. Let's come back to your personal life, uh, Suman. Now, tell me how supportive were your parents when you actually heard from your doctor that you may become blind permanently yeah actually first of all uh, we were we could not believe that fact at all uh, when doctor said and we just thought nothing would happen and we went back to home but while we were I, while while uh, i was losing the vision i was very scared to first of all tell to my parents um, you know uh, there is some uh, problem in understanding uh, initially because um, uh, it's very it's not very easy to accept the things so they think okay if i am not able to see if i tell them they'll say oh you can't see you see properly <laughs> something like that <laughs> uh, because they were not able to even take it uh, and um, initially that problems happened but after that when when i really um, facing problems like you know uh, bumping into the things and uh, you know falling down they were really uh you know feeling bad and sad and all that and they started okay from then onwards they, they never again you know ask me like if i if i say some problem they never say like uh, oh really or something like that they never said they immediately started uh, supporting okay taking my hand and you know helping me in doing the things um, that i mean initial days were very difficult in accepting it was took almost uh, two years for me to get out of that um yeah but after that i think my parents were uh, supportive in sending the bangalore and um, helping me to become independent and all that um, they supported till today and uh, suman how about your marital life your family your children yeah so i got married um, uh, in 2015 uh, so at the age of 31 uh, so my wife is very supportive and uh, have one child and my wife always um, encourages and uh, helps me to uh, you know if i have any challenges she will help and she always there. she always says i'm there and um, yeah so overall supportive and more uh, she is always um, helpful so they very good uh, understanding and relationship uh, between including my son <laughs> even my son uh, you know understands me now uh, because he was very when he was in small like 2 years 3 years he was not he was not knowing about my challenges but now he knows the things and if something uh, you know he wants uh, me to read uh, his homework or something like that what he will do he will do the spelling he will he will spell the things and he he asked me to you know pronounce that so like that now things are changed <laughs> so unfortunately today uh when it comes to uh, marriage or when it comes to marital relationships of uh, people with disability not many uh, mainstream uh, girls or ladies come forward to marry a person with disability right yes so yes that is still there in the society though you know things are getting modernized though things are getting more fashionable even today uh, really uh, people are not coming forward to get married to a, a person with disability correct correct 
why uh, why so it could be uh, multiple reasons first thing they they just don't know how we lead the life and um, uh, they 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 feel they are very insecure uh, i think that's another thing so first thing is i mean uh, i feel they are not um they feel uh, they don't know how we lead the life that's what i believe a second thing is definitely they feel insecure these are the main two things i feel actually both the things are wrong i mean their assumption is completely wrong exactly exactly because a person with disability can also lead on very normal life and uh, living with a person with disability is 100% secure yes now what message you would like to throw at the software industry today i feel enabled when the digital content is accessible i feel disabled when the digital content is inaccessible so i request every company to focus on the accessibility area and make the people with disabilities life beautiful awesome suman i have come to the stage where i ask a common question to all the guests who comes to my show now you know there is no option to say no now the question i have for you is if you have full powers to change something in this country what that would be <laughs> okay so definitely i want to uh, my ideal dream is uh, i want to make the entire things accessible uh, but it is not possible but at least i will try to make um, you know this in uh, the immediate needy things um, like websites and apps um, and whatever digital content or electronic content i want to make those accessible as soon as we, uh, i can if i have the powers beat government websites beat private websites with any apps day to day apps uh, even today like we have a big basket country delight apps you know to order the milk i have a difficulty to place the order in uh, you know daily subscriptions i have a difficulties i i want to change all this today people are talking about artificial intelligence people are talking about uh, advanced software technology when people are saying that software technologies evolved so much that now nothing is impossible but but i would like to quote here that today unfortunately people with disabilities can't even order milk online that is a state of development today what we have in the software industry so listeners please please uh, pass on this messages to all those people you know from the software industry we urge you to please consider accessibility whatever you are building it might be a software it might be a infrastructure it might be a building please consider accessibility because the number of people with disability is not less so it was lovely talking to you suman thank you so much for coming to my show and uh, giving us so much of insight uh, thanks a lot thank you so much